Hey, it's Accidental Magic Time, and we are the podcast for those of us who have ADHD, just like me, your host. I am Jim Peters. We're going to try to keep this short and sweet. We're going to give you a bumper sticker and a snicker. But if you've been trying to rediscover your amazing passion and you got ADHD, <laughs> welcome home. We're your people. Enjoy the podcast. Do you have a naked marriage? <laughs> That's our topic. You know what? I just think you like to say the word naked, yeah, but okay. Kinda, it's a guy thing. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Um, this is the uh, podcast of uh, Jim and Sonny. There you go. So she is a very special guest. Uh, I happen to be related to her. No, yeah. she's not my sister. She's actually my wife. So right. we wanted to discuss that. We've been tripping into some stuff about marriage that we thought was really cool. So both of us have been married before. How, how many years for you? Right. I was uh, 16 or 17. Yeah, yeah, and mine was 38. So between the two of us, we got like 60 years or something, whatever the number right, is. Right, right, yeah, there you go. Of, of wisdom. Yeah, right. not. <laughs> so my my assumption was when I got into this marriage, I knew everything about everything because of my previous relationship. I thought it was pretty good. We had it together, 38 years, and nobody killed each other, and there were no shots fired. Right. And so we thought, Meh. She was amazing. Yeah, and so I thought, I got all the keys. I got this nailed. No, didn't work that way. None of the, none of the keys fit into her locks. And right. same with hers. Right, right. Yeah, so it works both ways. So the reason she's on the podcast from time to time is so those of my audience that are female can, my wife says, get what? Right. The real perspective. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's right. I may, I may use hyperbole a little more Just than a little the bit, dude. Yeah. So Your perspective is a little skewed, but okay. Today we're talking about having a na- naked marriage. But I wanted to say a few things that... Um, <laughs> Some funny things that Sonny has done to me that were—I've always thought they were funny. Uh, we have managed. Oh, this would be interesting. We have managed to find through most of our fights or arguments or whatever they are, because right. we do have had fights. Uh, we have found later on we get some humor out of them. Absolutely. That's, we, absolutely. that's probably a pretty that's, true statement. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. So or you find the humor in it. Well, Eventually, I, actually, I start laughing. I actually gave her this line. It was from somebody else, but it's a line she uses now. It's from a friend of mine with his wife. And my friend can go on and on about a subject forever. And his wife will look at him oh. and she'll go, what did she say? Land the plane. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Land the plane. Land the plane. That's it. That one's ours. So we own that one. But the other one I was thinking of is that oh. this conversation no longer interests me. <laughs> that's the better one. Oh, that's right. She's always saying, this conversation no longer interests right. me. And then the other one she'll do from time to time is when I'll offer my opinion. This is a mistake I've made in marriages, and both of them, actually. This one is much, this administration, that's what we call it, uh, Sonny. The previous administration was Debbie, and this is the new administration. But what we have discovered is that um, oftentimes I will offer my opinion without being asked. So I'm answering questions. Yeah, it's, it, the way I put it is I answer questions no one is asking. No one even went there. I don't <laughs> no. even understand. So her line is, your opinion is not valid. <laughs> well, you have said that to me, too. Yeah, right? it's yeah. worked both ways, but that's what, a couple of our funny ones. So right. we're talking about having a naked marriage today. And right. we got this out of an article that we just read yeah. the other day. It's so, an amazing article. Yeah, it really was. And one of the main points that they made, so both of us took this test, and we were we were pretty impressed with ourselves, and we can get better at it. So right, right. secrecy is the enemy of intimacy. Right, right. And transparency is the opposite. Yeah. Right, right. And so you realize you got these little secrets. So you got to remember, Sonny and I both came into this marriage. Um, I was 60. She was less than that. We don't tell how old she was. But we came in <laughs> so, later in life. One right. of us was clearly into the second half. The other one may have been. We don't really know for sure. Seriously. <laughs> so in that process, we came with stuff. Right. My right. first one, I was 21. You with a lot. But, oh, well. <laughs> how, how old are you on your first one? 
Tell the audience. Oh, when I got married? Yeah, when you got married. I was 31, so I thought it was, yeah. you know, pretty I was established. And, I, I literally yeah, went into the big. marriage with Debbie, yeah, where I was like, right. I got 50 bucks, you got 40 bucks, let's give it a shot, see what happens. Yes. So that sucked. I mean, yeah. it took us... You, Obviously, you make, Debbie did not think that through. <laughs> <laughs> you make all your mistakes on the front end, you know, and then try to figure those things out. But we found that secrecy is the enemy of intimacy. And Sonny and I have stuff. We got stuff. Right. She's got Everybody stuff. has she, stuff. She has an yeah. ex and she has a daughter. I've got stuff in my shed and in my closet. And you think you're okay. Right. But when you start putting it out onto the table and you realize that statement is really powerful, that secrecy is the enemy right. of intimacy... That's amazing. And right. one of the things the article talked about is our cell phones yeah. and how powerful our cell phones are. You and I have used our cell phones to do amazing things. Right, we absolutely. Talk to, we talk to wounded guys a lot. We talk to people a lot. We help marriages. We we just are us. Yeah. We, we don't have a goal of doing that. We just are. We're right. trying to do more being than we are doing right. is our exactly. big thing. Definitely. But we've found the cell phone, and you read this article, so tell them about what the test the phone drop test. Okay, so the phone drop test is basically right now, without question, you drop your phone and you say, you can look on my phone and see anything you want. So you don't drop it on the floor, you drop it on right. the counter. You're just, yeah, it's not like how well it is, is yeah, going to yeah. shatter, right. will the microphone break? No, it's none of that. No, it's just basically saying, okay, I'm going to drop my phone and you can see anything you want to do, want to see. And so everything would be available. Even right. hidden so, things. So we'll available. ask you as the audience, if you're listening, right. if you put your phone down right now, gave her the passwords and you let her go to everything. Right. What would happen? Right. So the reason this sort of became an issue is that recently I had a friend whose son died. And she posted shortly yeah. after that that she said, just remember, at some point, somebody's going to see everything on your phone. Yeah. I don't know what exactly that meant. Or she didn't unwrap that. That's not important. But it really was like, we both looked at each other and were like, wow, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. And so. Well, the other one that it came out of with us is uh, we can do the XO. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when we first were dating and Jim, you know, he, he texts tons of people. He knows, you know, so many people. So if you're so new many- to the podcast, I'm a musician. My late wife and I went to 43 countries. Right. So I've met thousands of yeah. people all over the world. Right. So, yeah. So he would text, you know, men, yep. women, you know, everybody. And so, you know, a few times I looked over and he would be like with women and say XOXO. And I'm like, oh, so... Finally, I was like, I didn't realize that we can XO Okay, people. now let me, yeah, let me take it. So, no, you no, can't. you literally picked up your phone. <laughs> she literally picked up her phone and opened up her app to text people. She goes, so I can text some guys XO. And I was like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. No, no, you cannot. Not but I, you. It's different for me. <laughs> that is so, Yep. That's how the conversation went. That's it. Yeah. So I was, was fairly funny. oblivious, people. Just yeah. Fairly. Fairly oblivious. So that really helped right. us. I mean, but you have to have those difficult conversations to figure that stuff right. out. Because to me, it really wasn't. It was. It was actually a friend who we love and so oh, I adore her. her. And right. she's married, and we're all buddies. I mean, and she even knows the story. Oh yeah. So she's so she sitting here right funny. now laughing about it. But right. I mean, it's. I, I my best gift, as I say to people, is my best gift is really being oblivious. Right. And some of that I would works. Have to agree with yeah, you. and some of that works for me because <laughs> if you tell me secrets, I generally forget them. Right. right. <laughs> Which is kind of good. So yeah. I'm sort of clueless on that. Right. But on some of that, so having a naked marriage—that's one of the things—is transparency in your phone. Yeah. Right. And everything. I mean, it's just yeah. not your phone, but we are specifically talking about phone just because phones can be great and they can be really bad. So so what's the one phone. thing? And this is the question we get down to with a lot right. of people, honey. What is the one thing that they have to do or you have to do as you're listening? What's right. the one thing you have to do to get to a naked marriage? There's one thing that's really hindering you. 
from getting the marriage you've always wanted, being married to the perfect woman. So those of you that are not married, you got to practice transparency because you're building up a library. And somebody told us what the internet is. You read this in the same article where the person said, just remember, the internet is written in ink. Oh, yeah. I thought that was really powerful. Yeah, we think it's just, oh, just hit some keystrokes and boom, I'm good. There's all kinds of ways. If you want to cheat, and I just don't mean on your wife or your significant other, you want to cheat on your taxes, you want to, whatever you want to cheat in life, you can find a way to do it on this phone. Right. You can. Right. And you can find a way to try to cover your tracks. But at some point, that stuff comes out of the closet. Right. It's the difference between the real us and the ideal us. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even that you're trying to cheat. It's no. just even, I don't know, what you search for or, you know, it could be anything. It could be the amount of time you spend on your phone or... You know, and then there's things that you might think, oh, well, that's not too bad. But you know what? If somebody were to read it, they could yeah. go, you know what? That's not really probably like the XOXO yeah, right. would be a great example. Yep. Very, you know, um, innocent, I think, but it could turn into something else if you do it to the wrong person. Yeah. So this ended up in a conversation yesterday about Sonny before we were dating and me before we were dating. Right. And some of the just texting we were saying to each other. If we handed that to whoever was our vault at the time or the person who tells us no and said, look at this thing, we would be kind of ashamed of it. There wasn't anything that was unbelievably violating in those things, but you're just like, oh my gosh, how dumb am I? Right, naive. Especially with the, now with the the internet, I think it's something so powerful, but sometimes we don't really understand the power of it. So we might get ourselves into a situation that we don't want ourselves in. Yeah. And then the other line we use as a family is, what is your sin going to cost me? Yeah, that's a great one. It's a great line. And you think of your kids saying that, but you know what? You really got to think, this is for singles now, but you're thinking, okay, whoever the new significant other that's coming into your life and give them the speech like you did Sydney. Right. So I say to Sydney and her girlfriends, I'm like, okay, so if I were to tell you in two years you're going to meet your significant other, what would? so nothing you do right now is not going to change the fact that you're going to meet them in two years. Right. It's not going to speed it up. It's not going to slow it down. Right. Okay, so in that two years, what would you do? So you know they're coming. They're coming in two years. What would you do differently? What would you do to pre- prepare yourself for that person? What decisions would you make that might be different? And so... They actually use that now when they start making decisions. So yeah. because I do think that if you know something's going to happen, that's especially very positive, like meeting yeah. your significant other. OK, so maybe you wouldn't make some decisions or you would make decisions different. Yeah. Or what is this behavior? Right. And you got to ask it from the other person's perspective. Right. You have to ask it from whoever your significant other. Hey, Jim, what is your behavior right now going to do to affect my relationship with you in the future? Right. Whoever that person is. And I wish I would have thought more of that. Right. It would have changed some of the things that I did that just create the, the uh, an inability to be naked. Right. And go. being naked in a relationship takes time. You don't get that overnight. Right. Well, and let's go back to something you said a minute ago, because I do think we have to unwrap that a little bit. And that's that you have to have someone who tells you no. And sometimes that's not your significant other, especially at first. You might need a friend. I tell people the only time your significant other tells you no is in front of a judge. Well, there you go. Because they really want you happy. For the most part, I want you happy. And you might do some things that I'm not super proud of. But if they make you happy, if there's already erosion and we're already not naked, we're going to have trouble. Yeah. I have to tell you no a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of oblivious, people. I've told you that. No, but I do think you need to have something to tell you. Yep. So there you go. There's a statement for today. Do you have a naked marriage? Do the drop test. Can you do the drop test with your wife? And you know what? Go home and do it. And so Sonny and I, we know each other's passwords and we've been in each other's phones and not like we have to do accountability and that kind of stuff. But it's just nice to know that somebody is trying to protect you. 
Yeah, exactly. And you do have to have the other person. You have to protect me. Right. And I have to protect you. That's part of the job in being a naked marriage. Right, right. I we're getting that. there, people. We're still there wearing pants, but we're getting there. Right. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. I really appreciate it. And as always, don't forget, stay vertical. Wow, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Thanks for being a part of our collective journey to find our passion. I like saying it that way. Your input is really valuable to us, and you can send us a voice message right from this podcast if you'd like. Just remember, keep it short because we got trouble. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube and all kinds of other places if you just Google us. It's jimpeters.org. That'll help you the best. And as always, never forget, best advice I ever got from my old man, stay vertical. Thank you.